Welcome to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, where we look at slowing down our lives so we can focus on things that truly matter. I'm your host, Matt Kinzera. Let's take a walk. Getting it out there is so painful and awesome and lovely and, oh, when my burn burned down, Paradise of California burned down. So who am I to sit here and complain about my lot in life? There comes a point in time where you just have to milk the damn goat. That's the lion, that's the lion, that's the lion. That's it, man. That's it, bro. This week, we hear from David Askoff, who's originally from Guatemala City, Guatemala. And we're going to hear all about his passion and this business idea he has that is literally changing people's lives. This is my passion because I know where I come from. I see when you don't have foods on the table. I've been in that situation. And I don't want the kids over there going to be in the same situation. As we head into a new year, I'm constantly hearing people ask others, what are you going to do this year? What are your New Year's resolutions? Maybe a better question is to ask, what are you going to stop doing this year? How are you going to find more time to enjoy life this year? One of the ways I love to do that is sitting in front of my fireplace with my lovely wife and some friends enjoying a beverage from none other than Infinity Beverages. You can go to infinitybeverages.com and order wine and spirits to be delivered right to your door. And if you're in the Eau Claire area, stop by their tasting room and even get a tour with master winemaker Matthew Rick. That's Infinity Beverages, proud sponsors of Jesus Never Ran. We have had some great podcasts on Jesus Never Ran, but I'm telling you, I'm not sure that I've ever been as excited about a podcast as I am about this one. There'll be more on why that is later. But I want to jump right in and introduce you to my new friend, David Askoff. I am from Guatemala, so I moved here in 2008. So it's been like 11 years now. So I met my wife in Guatemala. She was like as four or six months in Guatemala as a volunteer. So I met her and we started dating and, and I ended up here in Wisconsin, so she brought me here. So. Now living in America has its own challenges, but it's really important to remember how blessed we are to live in the country that we live in. David grew up with a single mother in Guatemala, and when we think of somebody growing up with a single mom, of course that comes with its own challenges in our own culture, but then put that same situation in Guatemala and it's 10 times as challenging. So it would have been easy for David to take that lot in life and say, woe is me, this is just what I am, who I am, this is my lot in life. But he did exactly the opposite. And that's really the foundation of his story. My mom, she didn't give up. So I learned from her, like, she's a fighter. She has a lot of energy. And she showed me that to not to give up. It's tough. It was tough for me because uh, it's hard to find a job and seeing her trying to bring money, food on the table, and uh, it was disappointed for me. Why I have to go through this situation? It was hard for me because being a teenage, you it's like you want everything in your hand, but if you don't have it, seeing around you so many kids around uh, the same age, they have everything and you don't have it. So it's, it's like there is something inside me like, oh my gosh, this is need to be changed.
I love David's perspective. As a young teenager, he looks at the reality of his challenging situation. And he says something needs to change. And he doesn't look for somebody else to change it. He decides that he is going to change his situation. How's he going to do it? He's going to move from where he grew up to the United States. Well, when I was young, and um, I was, I think, uh, 15 years old, uh, I had a dream, American dream, to move to the United States. So it wasn't that easy for me because I don't have uh, friends from United States, uh, much opportunity. So I just had a dream and uh, I didn't think that that is going to happen. But I'm a Christian, I believe in God. And I, I remember I was a um, musician at, uh, at the church and I started asking God like like a kid asking for a candy but every time when I'm asking it's just I don't know if it's that gonna happen the doubt is right there it's for sure God so I start praying God like asking God I want to go to United States for reason is because I'm my mom is single single mom so and I grew up without a father seeing my mom suffering with how she make money. I want to change her life, but how? So I don't know. So I start dreaming to come to the United States. It all started with a belief, a dream that maybe something better was possible. And in the middle of that dream, in the middle of that belief, there was a lot of doubt, as you heard David talk about. But he would go on to tell me that that doubt actually eventually helped him to increase his faith. The part about this that I love and we cannot overlook is that his dream, this belief, was not all about himself. It wasn't about David moving to America so that he could have a better life. It was David moving to America so his mother could have a better life. But like so many dreams, it did not happen overnight. One year, two years, five years, and six years, there is nothing. I, I don't see the result. Sometimes I think everybody have asked this question, God, are you listening to me or not? You know, I, I did so many times. Now, in order to get to the exciting part of this story, I'm going to make a long story short by letting you know that David then met some volunteers who were down in Guatemala and they were from the United States. One of those volunteers, he just happened to befriend and eventually fall in love with. And after years and years of wanting to move to America, his route to get to America came through an avenue that he was never even looking for, never expecting. It came from falling in love with somebody that was from so far north of where he lived. It was crazy. And suddenly he had this opportunity. Now there's a lot of red tape, a lot of paperwork, a lot of time that went on between the time when he met his now wife to when he got to America. But that is how it all happened. And then suddenly he gets to the United States and the first thing that he thinks about is... When I landed on Texas and I said, praise to God, this is one of my dreams and my dream came through 10 years after. 
Before we hear the rest of the story, I want to introduce you to our new sponsor for 2020. That's Rise Nutrition with Angie Niska. Meet all of your nutrition and health goals with the help of Rise Nutrition. You can find them on Facebook by looking up Rise Nutrition Menominee or give them a call at 715-309-2706. If you are in the Menominee area, be sure to check them out at 544 South Broadway. That's Rise Nutrition with Angie Niska. Accomplishing the goal of getting to America was a huge dream and a huge accomplishment all in and of itself, but it came with a lot of challenges. And for David, the challenges were just beginning. But keep in mind that sometimes it's our hardships that get us to the point that we desire to be at. It's a challenge too, but when you have a dream, you have a passion to know or to, to experiment a new life, this is, uh, it always helps you too. It's uh, for me the first thing, and um, when I moved to the United States, is the language. Because when I moved to the United States, I had zero English. So people came up to me when I'm with my wife, and they start talking to me that I just don't get it what they are saying. So they thought that I. I know English, and I always, like, with my wife, and uh, she helped me with my English. Sometimes it's just the case where a door opens, and you have to take it to move towards that dream or that goal that you have. And oftentimes, you just have to figure some stuff out when you get there. David gets to the United States with a zero ability to speak English, and he just took the open door and assumed that he would be able to figure it out when he got here. And he did. His wife helped him. He listened to music. He watched television. He eventually got to the point where his English was quite good. As you can hear on this interview, he's doing a great job. So obstacle number one. He has a dream, but he needs to get to America to accomplish that dream. Obstacle number two, he gets there and he needs to learn the language and he does it. Obstacle number three, well, his whole goal of moving to America was to help his mother. And so he's got to come up with a way of how to do that. And destiny or really life in so many ways is a response to what happens to us. So I want you to hear a little bit about David's children. I have two kids. My my daughter, uh, she's nine. Her name is Rosie. My son is four. And his name is Noah. So we named him Noah Emmanuel. So. And uh, after six months, he got diagnosed with CP and epilepsy. It was this big, big, huge things when we knew that our son is diagnosed with epilepsy and CP. And uh, it wasn't that easy. It was, uh, it's still the same situation, but we, you, we get used to it. So we always trust in God, and our, with my family, my daughter, and my, my wife, we're going to see my son walking. Now he's just laying down on the bed. He don't talk. He don't eat. 
but we know that that God is going to heal him. When people encounter difficult situations, just heart-wrenching situations like David and his wife and his family, there's not much anybody can say. Nothing that I would have to say in that situation would ever help if I was in his life at that time. But what I do know has helped is when I challenge people in difficult situations to stop asking the question why and to begin asking the question what. Why God is a question that you will never get an answer to when it comes to really difficult situations like this. So instead of asking an unanswerable question, instead ask what? What am I going to do to respond to this? Am I going to allow this to ruin me or to propel me? into something wonderful and beautiful. This hardship in David's life is the catalyst to his dream becoming a reality. I have a special need son. So I have the idea and of more, there is a lot of families in Guatemala and my hometown. They have kids like that or families with special needs. Um, I just want to help them because they're suffering, they're fighting, have to find a job to support their family. And uh, there is one uh, organization in Guatemala, then I contact them. I can make those jewelries too, but I, wanna, I want those people to make, to create at least a little bit of jobs. And, and I contact the guy and he said, yes, let's do it because we need support. And uh, that's why I started uh, this a little business, uh, earrings, keychains, bracelet, necklace, and uh, my purpose is to give jobs for them to support their family. Because I have this opportunity to be in the United States. This country is, is amazing. There's a lot of opportunities, but not for all of my people from over there. They wanted to come here, but it's not easy. But I have this opportunity, and I wanted to share too with them. If I'm in the same situation that David's in, I'm going to be very tempted to make it all about myself. Woe is me. I have this difficult situation. I've had a hard life to this point and now I get all the way to the United States. I learn the language and now I have a child that needs so much extra help because of his special needs. It would have been easy to just allow himself to go inward and let all of the focus be on himself and his family. And no one, including myself, could have faulted David if he did that. But instead, what he does is he turns all of his attention outward. He says, well, my situation is difficult, but you know whose situation is more challenging? The families in Guatemala who have special needs kids because they don't have the support that we have here in the United States. And so then what he does is he thinks about, well, what do I know how to do? Well, David from his mom learned how to make jewelry, but he didn't just want to make jewelry because, you know, he could sell some of that, but he can only make so much. So instead of doing that, he finds a person in Guatemala, a company, an organization that employs families with special needs kids. What they do is they hire them to make jewelry. 
David finds this guy. He's all excited to be a part of it. And then David starts a business in the United States where he can sell that jewelry and send the money back to Guatemala so those families have the income and the support that they need. All of his attention went outward when things got challenging. And when he got to America, he never forgot about his people in Guatemala. He never forgot about the hardships that he went through to get to the place where he is. And he understood that his opportunity isn't afforded to everybody. And so he's going to use whatever he can to bless those who don't have the same opportunity as he has. What an inspiration. Well, the plan is, my plan is uh, I want to work with this uh, full time. Yeah, to support my family, obviously, because my wife likes that business too, and it's really fun. It's like, uh, this is a passion, not just a, a job, so we like to do that. And uh, someday, it will be great just to work uh, full-time with this business. But, um, yeah, I want to support my family with that too. And, uh, like I said before, to support the families in Guatemala too. So that is, this is the point, to support a family and um, build their house someday and uh, to get food. And uh, this is my passion because I know where I came from. I see uh, when you don't have foods on the table. Like I, I've been there, so I see those, that, I've been in that situation. So, and I don't want the kids over there later gonna be in the same situation. Plus families there has uh, families, uh, kids with disability. And it's, it's, it's sad to see. But if I don't start it, who's gonna do it? But if I don't start it, who's going to do it? I think that's a great question for all of us to ask ourselves as we enter into a new year. What opportunities have we been afforded? What gifts and talents do we have? What hardships have we overcome? And how are we going to use that to make an impact in our family, in our community, and in the world? And where are the spaces in our life where we should ask ourselves the question, if I don't do it, who's going to? I'm so excited and so inspired by David's story that we are going to surround him as this journey unfolds. He is just scratching the surface. Right now, you can find his jewelry at farmer's markets in Menominee and Eau Claire. And already in this last year, he sent thousands of dollars back to Guatemala. But what if he gets an online presence? What if this gets established as a powerhouse business or nonprofit that's making a huge impact, not only in Guatemala, but all over the place? So join me and join the Jesus Never Ran team in surrounding David and watching and listening as the story unfolds. Stay tuned as there will be more to come in upcoming Jesus Never Ran episodes. God gives me this opportunity to sell my beads and I'm happy every time when I go over there. It's just meeting people, talk with people. It makes me like, wow, this is amazing job. If you're like me, you are just dying to figure out how to support David in this adventure he's on. Hey, if you want to do that, the best way if you're in the Menominee area is just to go to the farmer's market there. He's there all the time and you can purchase the jewelry directly from him. You can feel it. You can see it. You can touch it. 
high quality, so beautiful, you're going to love it. And the other place that you can currently get it is on our friend Kathy Jensen's Etsy page. So go to the show notes of this episode and I will put a link directly to that page. She's got a limited supply, but if you get there quick, you'll be able to grab them while they're still there. Hey, thanks for listening. If you don't mind, make sure that you subscribe to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, rate us, and even leave a comment or a review. That's just a great way to get this show in front of as many people as possible. We will see you next week.